Mountaineers moseyed on down to Houston to face their former coach, Dana Hogerson, and the Cougars of Houston. It was a battle of two teams that have never played each other before, but after this one, it felt like they had been conference rivals for decades. A back-and-forth battle for the ages began when West Virginia kicked the field goal, but then the Cougs took two and kickoff back for a touchdown. The Mountaineers mounted a drive right back down the field to take a 10-7 lead. A timely touchdown from Houston had them headed into halftime with a 14-10 advantage. In the second half, the Mountaineers mustered up a magnificent drive to take the lead back 17-14. Then the Cougs capitalized on an ill-timed interception to take the lead back 21-17. Then the teams traded touchdowns like they were heaving ham-fisted haymakers in a back alley brawl. The Cougs' defense walloped West Virginia on the next possession, forcing a three-out. Then the Cougs capitalized to take an 11-point edge 35-24. However, the Mountaineers mounted a miraculous comeback and found a touchdown plus a two-point conversion to cut the Cougs' lead down to 35-32. Then... The Mountaineers muscled up and forced a Houston punt to get one last chance. Down to their final play, a 4th and 10 at the 50-yard line with a few ticks on the clock. The Mountaineers connected on a pinpoint precision pass for a terrific touchdown toss to take the lead. 39-35 with 12 ticks left on the clock. Coach Holgerson was distraught and could barely hide his disgust at what just transpired. However, there were still 12 ticks left. Could the Cougs conjure up some magic? Due to a Mountaineer cheer, West Virginia had a celebration penalty. The Cougs gathered the kickoff and managed a minute return, but hit a pass to put him 49 yards away for hopes of a Hail Mary. The Houston quarterback heaved all hopes on a prayer-filled pass towards the end zone. The pass was tipped, and it came down in the claws of a Cougs pass catcher in the end zone as the clock ceased to have seconds. The Cougs completed the Hail Mary and captured their first Big 12 win in a game we will remember for centuries to come. Houston, 41. West Virginia, 39. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Kundi Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of October 15th, 2023. We have finished week seven. And this week, I think Kamish, she wrote this. The theme of this week was, this game looks like I can go to bed. <laughs> Man, then it, you found it, out. It, it, looks, it, it, it looks safe. I think we can turn this game off. But but uh, unfortunately, we, we, were, we were all Colorado's up, Colorado's up 29 to zero. Everyone else can go to sleep. It's fine. I'm going to stay up for just a little bit longer just to see if this game does anything. I'm 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 going to bed. Uh, I'm going to leave the stadium because I'm missing a glove. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. That's Lucy. So uh, I'm sure she's going to get enough grief from the level. Oh, she's Earth gotten she, she's gotten so much grief already. It's been amazing. If you guys don't know our good friend Lucy Roden with the uh, Levitard Show was at the Colorado game. Managed to lose her glove. She still has not said how she lost the glove. She was on the she was on the mm. sideline. And hmm. and she left because it was cold and gross and it was 29-0. And then the rest of the game happened. Ralphie, Ralphie ate her glove. We'll just say Ralphie ate her glove. That makes sense to me. Okay, we'll just say that. Even the mascot, Ralphie. Hello, Podcat. Hello, Podcat. Podcat, Podcat believes in never leaving a game early. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. So we'll get to all of that. Uh, I do want to say that I got to watch just the last little bit of game day this weekend. And it had one of my favorite people on it, Joel McHale from Community and from The Soup. And the minute he shows up and he's shirtless and covered in half gold, half purple paint with glitter, I knew things were great. And then he hopped in the little, like, helmet car and grabbed someone's dog. Not Dubs. Just someone who had their dog there and took the dog on set. And the dog was then covered in purple paint. It was great. And Joel McHale brings such amazing energy. And he's 51. Hmm. Holy shit, he looks good for 51. I have never looked that good. That's amazing. Also, shout out to our loveliest, fattest bear. Grazier won this year's Fat fat Bear Week. Yeah, Holly, unfortunately. Holly was you know, the fan favorite, but this year was Grazier's year. So there we go. I'm just happy that we got Fat Bear Week. I know. That was going to be, of, of all the things the government shutdown was going to hurt, I think Fat Bear Week and the fact that the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission just dropped a new album. Have you guys heard this album? No. No. Yeah, you guys need to find this. Uh, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is one of my favorite Twitter follows. They do yes. all sorts of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks ago, they dropped an album. Ooh. And it is it is fire, including a couple. Oh, let me get the track list real fast. The title is We're Safety Now, Haven't We? And the songs are Protect Yanagan, Phone Away, Si Pone Caliente, which is about smoke alarms, Going Off Like Fireworks, Off-Road Adventure, and Beats to Relax, Be Safe To. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely great. Also, for fireworks, never launch fireworks off your body. Shoot fireworks at other people. Try to relight a dud firework or drink alcohol and use fireworks. Mm. I have definitely done four out of four on that. <laughs> but you guys have never shot fireworks at other people? No. Mesh. What do you mean? Like like Roman candle wars? Yeah, like Roman or, candles. I mean, yeah, yeah. Roman okay. candle wars. I mean, not like in each other's face. but No, no, no. But like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's there's been Roman candle wars, uh, safe distance whatsoever, but uh, nothing like like within like close proximity of each other. I, I mean, we were definitely at least like twenty feet back of each other, maybe more. Just Beth, podcast. I think this is going to be have to be your new profile picture for literally everything. Just podcast. Yeah, hold up, I'll send this to you because it's really funny. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That needs to be your picture for literally everything. Now. That's how I feel most of the time. Okay. <laughs> Just drop that in the chat. Just drop yeah, that you, in yeah, you can drop that in the chat. That's fine. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Beth is, 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 is blocked out, so. We're, we're well, good. folks, as always, I'm Jordan. We have Kamish, Pit Girl, Beth, and Arthur on the ones and twos. Kamish, and Podcat. And Podcat. Kamish, we'll talk a little more about your weekend in a bit, but how are you doing in general? Uh, doing pretty good. It's it's it was just a kind of windy Sunday, and I tried to open the windows, and and that lasted for maybe about an hour or so, and then it was just like okay, it's like seventy eight in the house. The wind is not strong enough, or it's not cooled enough, so we had to we had to close the windows and put the air conditioning back on. Close, trying to force it, trying to force it to be fall, but close, we're close. It's gonna be ninety three on Friday, so uh, yeah, gross gonna be 40 here tomorrow morning i'm so excited beth how are you i don't understand any of your seasons there, um, yeah. there are no seasons that's right. the thing 
I, I am well. All is well. I had a, a just an unconscionably long day on Friday and another unconscionably long day today and a wonderful celebratory day yesterday. All is well. Yay. And Pickerel? I went to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair today. Yay. Yay. That was delightful. Uh, it is extremely autumnal here. And not only because I was at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, but I was there in a sweater that I bought in Ireland and did not take it off all day and was cold sometimes Ooh. wearing the sweater that I bought in Ireland. So did enjoy the weather envy. Did you go to the mud show? I did go to the mud show. They are, they were fabulous. The mud they show were so was a good time. I'm sorry. What is the what is the mud show? Imagine Hamlet, but okay. not really. And also they shove each other into an extremely squidgy mud pit. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. With so, comedy. So Shakespeare, Shakespeare would have liked this. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with talking about Kamish's trip. Kamish? Really? Yeah, okay. why not? Let's start with that oh. up front. Kamish, you got to watch ULM and Texas State play. Tell I did. It. Yeah, it was it was fun. Except for the ending of the game. One of the least penalized teams in the country, ULM, manages to draw an offensive pass interference to, to kill the drive. Like, that's just... Ooh. Yeah, that was um, if that was supposed to be a pick play, I, I don't even know whatever it was <laughs> just didn't work out. No, but I, I took my my son with me to San Marcos. Uh, shout out to Warhawk Report, uh, along with uh, Sweet 11 in the Texas State Stadium. So I they. They welcomed me and my son, uh, provided some tickets to go up there and, and just go check out the Texas State ULM game. I, I'm fully, you know, really, I'm like, okay, we're like 18-point underdogs, 16-point underdogs. I'm like, okay, this is not necessarily going to be a close game. San Marcos packed house, really. Oh, like, they, I mean, that thing was rocking every time I saw it. It, it was, it was, it was, I mean, I've been there multiple times before. I've been there, I think there was like one of the worst games I've ever like witnessed in person. It was like a 13-3 ULM Texas State on a Thursday night. There was like nobody there uh, in that stadium. So like to see it like almost kind of filled to the brim, it was, I mean, the student section was packed, which we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but it was it was a great experience. We're in, we're in like a suite, um, suite 11. They got like memorabilia there. They have a signed ball from Dennis Francione. Ooh. Um, yeah, they, they got like some Texas State Bobcat helmets. Like the fridge was amazing that they had there with like, you know, some like just like sodas and stuff in there. But on the fridge, it, it was it, it was just a great fridge, um, just an amazing set of items on it. And I had to get a picture of it uh, and, and I'll throw that in the chat. But it was so when, you, when you showed us that I was just yeah. laughing. I was just, so there's a stuffed bobcat on top it, of the fridge. It was great. Then there's like one of those painted rock like Texas State Bobcat things mm-hmm. on top. Uh, there were some like just they were playing like some 80s jams uh, like during the halftime or like uh, nice. quarter breaks and stuff like that. Uh, then there's a picture of the Kathy Ireland, Scott Bakula, Texas State armadillos from the movie, uh, you know, Necessary Roughness, along with them being in there. Um, they also had a, a Joe Boo from the movie Major League. Yes. I don't know if you know Joe Boo, whoever you know Joe, Joe Boo. Boo is, if you know who Joe Boo is or, or not. Uh, Pit Girl, probably not, not aware. 
unless uh, you yeah, this, this is not a watch Major League. that I understand. Yeah, you need okay, to watch Major League. Jobu. Uh, I took a picture of Jobu. Uh, Jobu uh, is, you know, Pedro Serrano was a character in the movie, and there's a little cup of rum in front of Jobu, and it's supposed to be good luck. Um, so there was a cup of rum, and, and I put that in the chat. There is Jobu there. Uh, you can see that in the chat. Um, it was a great time. I'm like surrounded by Texas State fans like I would be at any other time. Kind of got my hopes up when ULM got a pick six and they were up 20 to nine. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe. But there was still a lot of time left. Uh, Texas State kind of like went on a really like run heavy drive with yeah. the clock just melting down for no reason, really, because they couldn't really pass the ball at all. I don't know. But then, you know, they got a touchdown, made it 20 to 15. They missed the two. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is setting up for a one-point loss here. Here we go. Um, then they hit a touchdown, which, you know, the coverage kind of got crossed up there. Uh, there was, like, three wide receivers in the area, and, and, like, one didn't pass off correctly, and then they wound up getting the touchdown. Then from there, they drove down the field, and they got to Texas State's 40, and I'm like, okay, maybe we got a shot to – do what App State did to us, do that to them. Yeah. Maybe we could do this. Maybe I can get some closure from that 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 heartbreaking App State loss. And then we complete a pass, and I'm like, keep running inside. And then he turns around, and I'm like, oh, no. Did they call him for a hold? Because I'm like, oh, it's 10 yards. That's I'm like, whatever, 10 yards, fine. But then they called the OPI, and I'm like, it's even further back. It's a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, that was – And I'm like, oh, oh maybe we could have overcome the 10. But the 15, it was just too much – and then they wound up losing it by a point. Um, it didn't really like sting as much as the App State loss did. Um, being in person, being with my son, which was fun. Um, he was, you know, he's not one to be used to losing things. Like he hates like losing. Like he like if he, it's whatever <laughs> game it is. Like he can't yeah. he can't Whoa. lose a game. It's just like like it's part of life. You're gonna lose. It's gonna happen. You gotta learn. And then after the game, he was he was in a great mood. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, man, it was really close. It was so close. And I was like, all right, that's it. That's what the lesson Aww, I want you to take yeah. out of So it was close. I mean, it, it it wasn't great that we lost. Like, the Texas State fans were just like, there's no way we should have won that game. Um, they were, like, apologizing to us. <laughs> For one of the games, so shout out Sweet Eleven. I mean, they've been uh, they've been they've been down so long that I yeah. think I think they're still reflexively. Uh, I had forgotten, by the way, how this game ended a year ago. Last year, it was a one point ULM win, thirty one thirty. Yes. So so we have just had a beautiful mirroring of this. Yes. So I mean, I mean ULM their season. I mean you you're you really if you flip these two one point losses, would I mean you're what. You're four and two. Yeah. You know, and you're two wins away from a bowl game. But, you know, the margin is, as a ULM fan, they're so incredibly fine. Um, there was a weird thing that happened during the game after the pick six for ULM. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about it for a little bit. But ULM celebrating on the sideline. They're going crazy. Right behind the ULM sideline is the student section. Yeah. The student section who stole the trident from, you know, Nevada and everything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so the student section starts throwing stuff at the ULM players. Oh. Hmm. And so they start throwing stuff, just like like throwing like cups and whatever and everything like that. Uh, you would figure security would come. Yeah, security did not come. And so this this went on for like three or four minutes of them just throwing stuff. And then a ULM, the star wide receiver for ULM, uh, threw something back and then somebody got hit. 
And so he got ejected and escorted off the field by what the, the fuck? That, that that finally that finally arrived. And then it, it took them like three minutes to even make an announcement, stop throwing stuff on the field. So after that, the the kind of the momentum of the game shifted when like ULM's like best wide receiving threat gets taken off. Uh, Warhawk report, um, you know, shout out to to Dusty. Uh, he got some information after the game. ULM's AD was like incensed. I can imagine. Not, they, there was not any security there the entire game. There was hmm. none. And then it took them long to get there. So like ULM's not happy. And, I mean, on both sides, really, because I mean, you can't you can't throw stuff back into the stands at all even though they're hitting you with it and the refs were trying to give ULM like a sideline penalty for coming onto the field okay and but then, but they were having shit thrown at them from they behind were having yeah, stuff thrown it. at them from mm. behind and the refs didn't even realize what was going on and I'm like it was just not a great situation but the rest of the time was great we went on the way home we stopped at Bucky's I got the vampire Bucky inflatable yes which is fantastic it's beautiful uh, it's six foot tall yeah it is it's six foot, like that guys that say they're six foot because it's it's not six foot tall. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say that <laughs> it's beautiful. Because I'm not, I'm not six foot. I, I will admit to you, I am not six foot tall. I am. I Are am you not, not six foot? No, I am not. I'm, I'm, not, I'm the guy that's below six foot, and you, you know, I could lie and say I'm six foot, but I'm not. I am not six foot. So I am normal height, like five nine, five ten. You know, whatever. But it, it really, I Wait, am so, not, I, so I'm the alpha male of this podcast being six. Foot, I like this. Totally. Ooh, go ahead. I'm the alpha now. I'm sorry. Did I just laugh like that? Yeah. That you you laughed. You laughed really hard there, fit girl. That's hurtful. I have feelings, you know. Was that hurtful to, to me or him? I don't know. Both. Both. <laughs> Both. I am, I am, you know, I. The concept of this podcast having an alpha and it's not Beth is, is very funny. <laughs> It's actually the Alpha's podcast, so there we go. Uh, yes. definitely, definitely. But no, it was it was a great time. We stopped at Bucky's, which I mean, we got there at like maybe like ten thirty on best Saturday time to be night. at Bucky's. Are you kidding me? It was packed. Yeah, it was. It was packed the fucking hell, man. Like, ain't nothing going on in New Braunfels. Let's go to fucking Bucky's. Mm-hmm. So it was nuts. Uh, we had a good time. We got back home safe. Um, I think I got home. And I caught all the insane endings that happened all simultaneously at once yes, you did. in these games. So, um, yeah, it was a great time. And, and again, shout out to Warhawk Report and Dusty and in, in, in the Fun Belt podcast uh, for having us out there. That's good. Okay, let's talk about West Virginia Houston then. The Hogo Bowl. Why would we? Why would we need to talk? It was a boring game and nothing happened. Why? We need to. We need to we, Okay, that's it. Was the game of the week? You have to walk through this with us. This is how you get rid. This is how. This is therapy. This is you have to get in, better in than out, right? Better out than in that one. Uh, first off, Arthur did say he saw where there was original ad during this game, which I feel is very fitting for some reason. This was the Hogo okay. Bolgo. Neil, Neil Brown was, looks like he 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 does some worthers. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he. That's his. That's his little secret. Neil Brown is, is has got where there's original on the sideline. This is a treat for me, but only if we don't give up a hundred yard punt return. Oh, no one gets one. Then. It was a kick return, but okay. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Beth, I remember chatting with you because you you got home about like halfway through this game. No, mm-hmm. you no, you were home for all that. Yeah. No, I was home. I was home right. for this game. Mm-hmm. But but your TV went out as soon as there was a what was the play where it went out on. So, um, 
No, it, I don't want to interrupt you. Sorry, what did you say, Pickerel? No, I was just about to say, I remember because I, I messaged you and was like, did you see it? It yeah. was a uh, big, big touchdown play. Yes, it was a big and touchdown was, play. It yes. was a long pass, in fact. Mm -hmm. And everybody was excited that a long pass had happened. I was not excited that a long pass had happened because I watched Garrett Green go back to pass and then my screen went black. <laughs> and I heard puddles from downstairs go, hey, did something happen to the TV? <laughs> and I couldn't answer that question because my TV was black. As was his. So you so, ended yeah, up going something see did happen to the TV. So you end up going to a bar for the second half of this. I did. I did. I went to Champ Sports Bar in Altoona with the uh, Penn State 409 nap napkins. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. That was my ambiance. Oh, no. On the, so eve, on the eve of my birthday to watch this. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot about that lineup of birthday. and Yeah. 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 Happy birthday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. so this was a totally normal game until yes. the very end when things just absolutely like the wheels came off this game. And everything went, was fine at the end. <laughs> uh, so I am broken enough with this team at this point that I don't expect anything good to happen ever, ever, ever. The people in the Discord are trying to convince me, they're like, you won, you should be happy. And I'm like, no, no, I refuse joy. I was fighting with what, what, like, I think it was Ben. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was fighting with Ben at one point. He's like, he's like, why can't you be happy with the victory is there's 12 seconds left. And I'm like, no, I can't be happy. I can't be happy. And then we immediately, like Garrett Green gets the stupid penalty in the end zone for taking off his helmet. So we now have to kick off from what felt like our own five yard line. Mm -hmm. It was a 20, but okay. It felt close like enough. it. Close, yeah. close, close enough. Emotional. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah. five-yard line. And I found out that apparently um, Houston's quarterback had a 42-yard pass in him because Dana threw an out to the 42-yard line. And that's, that is classic Dana. I know because I've watched a lot of Dana <laughs> in my years. Like the second he threw the out to there, I'm like, oh, cool. So that's exactly how far your quarterback can throw. Okay. All right. That's my day. All right. Fantastic. And everybody's like, hooray, you won. And I'm like, this doesn't feel good. I don't feel good. This isn't a good day. And then immediately we throw we throw the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary goes the way the Hail Mary goes. And I immediately start calling out Ben in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, I'm sitting around the table with three friends, one of whom went to WVU mm -hmm. and two of whom have like this is their first year really paying close attention to West Virginia football. Ooh. Oh no. Those two are just like like they're celebrating the win. My friend nope. who went my friend who went to WVU. That who, clock says zero zero then no nope. who graduated in like 80 he, he graduated in like the the late 80s. Mm -hmm. He and I are sitting there just like staring at the television just in dread. Mm-hmm like throughout this entire thing my other friends are like what's wrong like it's over hooray and we're like it's not over and they're like it's over hooray and we're like it's not over i'm sitting there i'm just i'm just drinking water just staring with dead eyes at the screen <laughs> as the hail mary is thrown i don't even like spit out my drink like nothing is happening it's just like nothing can hurt me i'm dead inside this cannot touch me anymore i've gone beyond this game 
my best friend sitting this he's like he's like you're not even gonna react and i'm like there's nothing left there's nothing left inside of the cold husk of my heart for this game to touch <laughs> happy <Love> birthday <laughs> to me <laughs> <laughs> oh that last and we're still probably gonna go to a bowl oh yeah you are it's yeah, you are. You're four and two, and you got you, you got games coming. You can absolutely win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we agree? Still be good. No, we're not good. Four hundred five hundred forty six yards in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, and controlled the game for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Only one. Garrett Green only throws one pick. We he should, threw for three hundred ninety one yards. The hell Mary was a 50-50 ball, Beth. And we had another um, uh, we had another kick dude. for a touchdown that was called back on a penalty. Yeah. Go, mm-hmm. go, go. The Hail Mary Brawl. Uh, I was watching uh, our friends at Smoking Musket analyzing the defense for the Hail Mary Brawl. Um, they still had two linebackers on the field. Uh, mm-hmm. They had the uh, defensive back on the opposite side of the end zone mm-hmm. where the ball is mm-hmm. for no reason. So that's three defenders you could have been using the Hail Mary. Yeah. And so they're. They're just like they're all like, no, this is ridiculous. This we knew this was gonna happen, and, and Beth, Beth knew it. My dad um, and I, my dad and I were looking at. It and I'm like, I'm like, Dad, let's count how many people were in the right place on this, and it is a depressing <laughs> number of people. It was not. Play. It was not that many at all. No. The the 49 yard hail mary, which was just, I mean, yeah, uh, I saw he, it happen. It was just, we had a few of those this weekend. Yeah. It was crazy. So this kind of set the tone for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the folks in the Discord, not jinxing West Virginia, but you know, sorry, no. Ben. And Ben, uh, but... and we are we are cool, Ben. We are absolutely cool. <laughs> you can do no more pain to me than this team has already done. I'll just say, I no, I'm I am extremely superstitious. I'm like until the game. Look, look, I you, am a Saints you fan. S- ben, you said it ben, to me. You're like, like Ben is going ben, off, and you're and you're like Ben. You ben, can't hurt her. She's already been hurt. <laughs> ben, you're a Saints fan. Do you not remember the Minneapolis miracle? Like, just that's like, don't do that anymore. You gotta know that. I know you're not that young. Come on, but still, Ben, you cool as hell. We we appreciate it in the Discord. Yeah, ben, We're not great. just like ragging on Ben on the podcast, but no, it's just no, it's just crazy. It's like just can't. I mean, we've seen so many things like go wrong. I've seen so many things go wrong for like ULM. I mean, it just happened a few weeks ago, and, 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 you know, it didn't hurt because we still had 51 seconds left this week. So, I mean, that didn't hurt. And then I did want to shout out to the folks inside the Discord, our Patreons and everything like that, for, for actually kind of nailing this one. We did an internal poll uh, for the Sitgo's Committee Game of the Week. Oh, nailed this thing. And mm-hmm. um, we were very split, very split. And, but the majority landed on this game, and I'm like, okay, Thursday night game. And then see, it had seven lead changes, seven consecutive lead changes. It was insane. The biggest lead was 11, but then like West Virginia erased that. Um, yeah, this, this was the right uh, call. It was, oh my God. When the committee gets one right like that, this is why we're a committee. Because I mean, none of us really had a gut feeling what this it was. We had, we had some candidates. But looking at the other candidates that uh, the games that came through this weekend, th- nothing was nothing was going to touch this one. So uh, we got the good call, the whole goal, bowl goal. I, I feel like this is going to be the beginning of a beautiful rivalry. Yes. Oh God. Well, because <laughs> they made the big deal before the game of like here is here are the the Fox put up the graphic of here are what these teams have done before. 
Total nothing. points. None. Nothing. 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 It looks Zero. like a graphic I would have made. But now it's a blood feud. We love seeing it. If we're going to oh. destroy old rivalries, we might as well get some new ones. Get some get some new craziness out of this one because the Cougar Coaster was off the charts on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Well, let's the talk Cougar about... The Cougar Coaster only goes up. Let's talk about a normal game then. Stanford yeah. 46, Colorado 43 in overtime. Someone y'all, believed in Stanford and it was me. It was me. I I started watching this game on Friday night and it was a late kick. And like real I late. Wa- real late. Like nine o'clock central on a Friday. That's late. Nine o'clock, yeah, uh, nine o'clock central on Friday. Yeah, that's that's late for a Friday night. And I watched the first half and Colorado goes up 29-0. This thing is dead. Like there's no one can do anything. Travis Hunter is back. He's doing insane things on both sides of the ball. And he looks, he had a lacerated liver apparently, mm-hmm. which, you know, Ouch. that happens. Who amongst us, right? So they do this and it's, it's dead. Like this, this thing is dead. And so I was like, I'm going to stay up a little bit longer and just see what happens. Okay. Cause maybe, I don't know, Stanford scores something. And I even made a post. Like I, I made a post basically being like, nope, this this is over. Like Stanford's gonna have a bad night. Gif of a Christmas tree falling down. Oh, that was right. you, huh? That was okay. me. That was me. You old take yourself too? I then and then I retweeted myself to the to old takes. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Lovely. I called myself out on that. Call her out. So this happened and then and then it changed. Travis Hunter was getting slow on defense. And um, Elik Ayamanor, Ayamanor, well, I got to get it. I got, okay, if he did that well, I got to find his, I got to find his name pronounced right. Uh, Stanford. I thought he was trying to say the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> no, this was, this was the dude, because this dude ended up with the single game record. Of course, they don't say, come on, Stanford, you don't have a pronunciation. He is no, from. He is Canadian. Be smart enough to figure that out. He is Canadian. He's from Medicine Hat, Alberta, and went to Medicine Deerfield Hat. Academy in Massachusetts. Nice. And this dude absolutely came up and started torching Travis Hunter, and they figured out at halftime. Someone figured out that that was going to be a weak side of the field. Um, I am an orc. Ends up with. 294 yards, a Stanford single game record, and almost all of that was in the second half. Like this game went off the rails. They, I've, I have not seen this kind of turnaround. Like this is the biggest comeback in Stanford history. Like this was just an insane game, and you watch the demeanor of the Colorado staff just go downhill. Dion is angry. And like, like, and he's cold too. Like he is very cold and he's just not having a great day. His hood is up the whole time. Did he lose the glove too? No, he did not lose the glove. Okay. We don't Uh, know that. The uh, Colorado's defensive coordinator, whose name escapes me, is Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly was losing his shit because all of a sudden defense wasn't like in the right spots. They were getting slow out there. The shifts were bad. Like it was just the wheels came off this thing and, and like Stanford ends up winning in overtime. And the best part was that everyone was asleep at this point. 
Yep. Everyone had all of this. Everyone had gone to sleep. And the next morning, you could tell when people woke up, like mm-hmm. coast by coast, because the first tweet was, what the fuck happened? It was 29-0 when I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And having to explain that this game just came apart at the wheels for Colorado. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. This is one of those fun games I've seen in a long time. And Stanford football looked fun again, which is all I fucking want. I want Stanford football to look fun. I will say I fucked up one thing though. Uh oh, but just one. Well, besides calling out Stanford okay. for being for for like how rough it was going to be, then at the at the end I posted the stat line up through like the first up through like the, the end of the game. Oh yeah, okay. And I, I posted part. the stat line. I was like, wow, like these like this. Here's the stat lines. And it's shocking. There hasn't been an interception yet this game. There's no turnovers. And the minute oh, I post no. it, Shadur Sanders throws an int in the end zone. <laughs> And smoke bomb. Yeah, that was I. I did. I did an Archer smoke bomb gift just to get the fuck out of there because everyone was <laughs> screaming at me. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I can't do that. I don't have that power. I wish I did. Mm, are you sure? Oh okay, yeah, I want the, I want the power, power to decide who lives and dies. I've always wanted that. <laughs> Jordan out here with the death note. Yeah, it's fun. This, that sounds this, like fun. This man, this man is trying to be in Gladiator, giving people the thumbs up and thumbs down. I I pictured you, by the way. I think I tweeted this, but I pictured you up in the boot, up in the suite at Texas State, like having someone feed you grapes. And oh, as you, you know, as as ULM comes up and like offers you the ball, thumbs down. <laughs> no, we were pretty high up, so uh, just the, nowhere near field level. We were we were way up there, which was well, yeah, because nice. you. You're not down. You're not down with the pores, okay? You're up with the up with the money. Be <laughs> <laughs> down with the pores. Come on now. I mean, it was so fancy. We had ginger ale in those little bottles. Oh Ooh. man, I love those. I we love those. We didn't even. We didn't even it's have canned ginger ale. Your ale, t- ginger ale tastes better in little bottles. It, yeah, I mean, it's good. We had it on, on the rocks. You know. Wait, which ginger ale? Uh, I was kind of dry, so I mean, eh. uh, you know, it'll do. It, it, it's, it works. It's sufficient. It could yeah. have been worse. It could have been Schweppes. Ooh. Yeah. I, I do want to mention what Stanford's schedule is going forward, guys. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to stand by that tweet. Though, that right? one, This one I will stand by, yes. You stand stand by it. Uh, here we go. Stanford's schedule going forward. UCLA at home. Washington at home. On the road at Wazoo. On the road at Oregon State. Cal at home. On the uh, Notre Dame at home. That's five ranked teams? No, only three now. Four. My bad. I can't count four ranked teams. Wazoo, I feel like we'll come back into the rankings, but that's like four to five ranked I mean, teams in the last six games. Dude, who, who knows if Arizona will jump up in there too? Uh, they, they already play. They all play Arizona. But yeah. oh, I'm sorry. What was the other one that was unranked? Oregon, uh, Wazoo, and Cal. Cal's not gonna okay. Be yeah, Cal's no. not gonna be ranked. No, no, we're, no. This uh, is unless this something is, happens. This is now. a rough ass schedule for Stanford. <laughs> very rough. Okay, so we got that. Let's start drifting into some of the other things we saw this weekend. We will get to Louisville Pitt. Don't worry, Pitt girl. Yay! I know you got feels about that. Oh, yeah. I do. We'll start with some other games we had pretty high up. Temple and North Texas. North Texas blew Temple out of the water here. Yep. I, I will call this, if I were writing an article, it would be Total Eclipse of the Owls, which I think is like my <laughs> title. I did get to see the cool eclipse Brown. shadows at my house, the little like crescents, things like that, which mm-hmm. I love, that kind of thing. Now I'm, I'm imagining 
and I'm imagining total eclipse of the heart and, and, and anything that turns around, it's just an owl head turning around. Oh God. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was thinking after we, after this, after we just talked about this, that owls would thrive during an eclipse because it's darker. So mm. I was hoping this was going to be their superpower. It was not. Mm-mm. Every now and then they fall apart. They, yeah. And I'm excited. It's possible that they look directly at the sun during the eclipse. Good and with their big, 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 big irises, I would think that would do extra damage. Yeah. The folks in the booth at North Texas got little shades to do yes. to look at the eclipse, except that they were facing the wrong way. Oh. The eclipse was over their shoulder. Oh. <laughs> so they couldn't see it. Oh, my. Yeah. But they had great shots of people like, like, like the entire stands were staring up at the sun and not at the game for a while. So that was a lot of fun. North Texas wins this. This is their, was this their first? Yes, this is their first American Conference win. So there we go. Welcome to the, welcome to the A American Conference. Mazel tov. Next up, Iowa State Cincinnati. Iowa, Iowa State rolls in this one. This was every bit as bad as the box score says. 30 to 10. Cincinnati, this ain't it, guys. I this is this is gonna be a rough year transition. Yeah, sorry. Um sorry, pick girl. Okay. It's Cincinnati, fine. Cincinnati. Right? Cincinnati. Um, did they have more rushing or passing yards in the game? I missed heavy. the entirety of this game because just, I was at an undisclosed location. Yes. This, they're a pass-heavy team, so it's got to be passing. Mm. They were perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Okay. Beth? Rebecca? More, more passing or rushing for Cincinnati? Rushing. Beth is correct. Uh, they had 115 yards rushing. Oh, God. Oh no. oh no. And uh they had 99 yards passing. Okay, so yeah. Yep. Uh the clones go to three and one, four and three overall, which is which is a hilarious uh <laughs> a hilarious bit of some fun standings right there. Oh yeah, and Cincinnati's still looking for their first Big 12 win. Second place in the Big 12, Iowa State. Oh my god. Oh my yes. god, that's right. Yes. Hold up. I need to I need to tweet out the standings. Hold up because this is second place in the Big 12, Iowa State. Oh, Jesus. The Big like, 12 is playing out exactly the way everybody thought that it would. I mean, it's the, this is the Big 12. Just like. the chalkiest conference imaginable. That's right. Iowa State fans are gonna curse you from tweeting this. That's fine. Hey, come at me. Uh, next one up, Virginia Tech beats Wake Forest, and not just by a little. Virginia Tech like had this game in hand. This was, oh god, like after the first quarter it was zero zero, and we were like, we're on our way, baby. Like, we're I was on our so way. excited, and then it wasn't. And then Virginia Tech scores seventeen in the second quarter, and Wake Forest scores ten. All of a sudden, just like the dam blew open. But the minute, like, like this is one of those. It wasn't quite one of your shit games, commission. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, it was but close. like, but like it, it like things slowed down significantly towards the end. The Hokies are also three and four, two and one in conference, which puts them in 
one, two, three, four, five. They're tied for fifth in the uh, ACC. ACC, all right. God, every conference is just so much fun. They're, they're above Clemson. That, that is true. <laughs> oh God! Just cursed. Uh, no, I think that's pretty blessed, actually. <laughs> Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, both two and one in conference. Same Clemson, team. Clemson, two and two. Jesus. The spirit of the ACC Coastal lives on. Oh, because it's like because they haven't developed an effective treatment for it. Because uh, it's it's because it's like it's like that couch that had staph staph infection. You gotta just burn it. West Virginia. That's why you burn couches in West Virginia because there's I mean, too much staff. That's right. Yeah, that makes sense. Leviticus chapter 14. You learn all kinds of things. Let me tell you. <laughs> this this podcast is all about the old laws. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. That's why I don't wear buttons. The Sickos well, Committee podcast. Unclean until evening. I mean, that's why we record so late. Mm-hmm. Rutgers 27, Michigan State 24. Holy fuck, guys. Rutgers has a 21-point fourth quarter to win this five, thing. Five and two, Rutgers. Five and two, Rutgers. I'm not okay with this. I am this okay is... with this. I am more Talk than to your okay kids about good Rutgers. I can't. You can. I can. No, because it's it's because it's Michigan State. This is this is anti. My house is an anti-Italian house. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, hey, Podcat, come here. I want to tell you something. Oh God! <laughs> when you get your when you get your face clawed off. You're gonna get your face clawed. Can you believe Rutgers is fine? No, actually, no. I think Podcat has been on on the record as being very pro Rutgers. Oh, uh, Podcat <laughs> does like Rutgers a whole lot. Yeah, this game was another one that just got very stupid at the end. Yeah, and it's uh, unfortunate that this. I think I mean, this one sort of got drowned out by other things around it. It it was twenty four six at the end of the third quarter. You, you, we can go to bed. We can turn this game off, right? Right. I mean, this game was at noon, wasn't it? So I feel like you shouldn't go to bed uh, after a noon game. But I hey. mean, afternoon, a, a noon nap. You know, mm-hmm. get, a, get a nice, a nice mid afternoon nap after watching Michigan State just beating Rutgers so bad. It's twenty four six. I mean, nothing could happen. Up, right? Nothing bad could happen. Uh, yeah, uh, they had trouble with the snap and that set off the, the Rutgers, like they just, they just came out of the woodwork again. You remember this thing I was telling you about fourth quarter Rutgers? Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. This is it again. Again, this is, this is at least the third or fourth occurrence of the Rutgers fourth quarter machine. They get revved up. So Rutgers is a diesel engine in New Jersey. Uh, I, I don't know what it's what diesel engines are used for in New Jersey, but I have no <laughs> the idea. Same thing they're used for everywhere else. Yeah. Well, I mean, except what, except you can't pump your old your own diesel fuel in. Well, oh, that you is can. true. New That's Jersey true. New Jerseyans cannot be trusted with their own gas or diesel pumps. No. Okay. This it's the comeback started of all the weird things. It was with a fumble. It was a fumble return. It, it was, was bizarre. It was, it was the putter. The yeah. putter got it snapped to, and it just went straight to his hands. Uh, and then, you know, the crazy doink it into the end zone and Rutgers recovered it for a zero-yard fumble return for touchdown. One of my favorite things to see on a on a play-by-play. Yeah, just like, you know. And then Rutgers gets a touchdown. 
And then basically they, they get one like almost back to back fashion. Because oh, they scored they scored they scored like it was it was 14 points or 13 points within nine seconds. Nine seconds, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, wait, they scored how many points in how many seconds? Uh, let me make oh. sure I got the numbers right here. She heard the magic number, but oh, we have I to did. Confirm. Oh, goddamn! So I mean, eight. Texas State ULM was at thirteen nine for a while. It was. Beth is scrunch facing so hard right now. A- Beth, now that you're of a certain age, you have to make sure you don't get those wrinkle lines, dear. <laughs> I just, I love I, you. I, I, <laughs> I love you. Jesus, I'll go. I'll go find. I'll go see if they have any more buckies. I'll send you one. Jordan? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Turn around. <laughs> Listener, Jordan has actually turned around. <laughs> Visual humor. That's what we do here. Yeah. I can need you more as than we, ever. As we know, podcasting <laughs> is a visual medium. <laughs> I want to talk about a game that I'm not sure anyone saw, but I was watching parts of this. San Jose State 52, New Mexico 24. Y'all, New Mexico was up 17-14 at the half. Yeah, I tweeted about that. And then the wheels came off. I put the drive chart in the chat or in the the show doc and 17-14 at the half and then this shit just blew up. San Jose State turns into a yardage machine and just destroys them. 19 seconds into the first, uh, into the second half, 55 yard touchdown pass. Uh, <laughs> San Jose State leads. And that was the last time the Mexico State had the lead. So their halftime lead uh, basically lasted for 19 seconds. Oh, no. Uh, then they got a 54 yard touchdown pass. Then they had to settle for a field goal, but then a 19-yard touchdown run. And then, you know, they scored from closer. And then it was like 52-17. Uh, then with like a minute 25 left, New Mexico got back on the board to make it 52-24. Yeah, it was like this one just absolutely evaporated. Another wild one of the Mountain West. San Diego State ends up being Hawaii. Another, like, I I fell asleep so close to the end of this game and i i shouldn't have done it i fucked it up guys i was, I was still awake don't worry about State 41 hawaii 34 god i did not just pass the hawaii test i tried and i am supposed to take a new med and so i took the new med and forgot that one of the side effects of new med is it knocks me right the heck out it's being anti-hawaii mm-hmm. god yeah, I woke, up, I woke up sitting in a chair with the lights still on and my glasses on at six o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Yeah. The TV <laughs> was also, on. I also failed to pass the Hawaii test, but I fell asleep, woke up towards the end of the game while there was a fumble or something unclear because I woke up while it was under review. <laughs> Saw that it was going to de- decide who had possession of the ball. The ball went to San Diego State. San Diego State also already had the lead. There were like maybe five minutes left. And I was like, this is not going to end interestingly and went to bed. So you got an incomplete on the Hawaii test. I did. I didn't fail. 
Right. Well, we don't use that word around here. Failure, you know, that that word is just you know, not not good. So I'll take so, the Hawaii test again next semester. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kamish, what did happen at the end of this game? So there was there was uh, a, it just went back and forth for a bit. So Hawaii's up. They get a 52-yard touchdown pass to end the third quarter, like right as the third quarter ended. Mm-hmm. So they're up 24-20. Hawaii, like just the, a minute 30 later, 69-yard touchdown pass. Nice. Uh, 27-24. Then you kind of think San Diego State is going to put this away. They get a touchdown. It's 34-24. And then I was like, okay, maybe it's time to go to bed. Hawaii was like, uh-uh, Sorry. Like immediately after that, it's 34-31. Uh, then then San Diego State, they get a touchdown. It's 41-31. You're like, okay, that's pretty much it here. Maybe that's it. Hawaii gets a field goal, and now you're up for an onside kick, waiting to see if Hawaii can recover the onside kick. Podcat, I'm sorry. Uh, they did not recover the onside kick. Oh. Uh, so, um, And San Diego State was able to get – you know, just end the game with, with some kneel downs there. But yeah, none of the games at the end of the night were, you, you can't go to bed this, this week. Like there was nothing safe. No lead was safe ever. Well, let's never sleep. Let, let's, let's talk about that then because uh, just before that happened, we had Boise state and Colorado state. <laughs> yes. Colorado state 31 Boise state 30. This game was 30 to 10 Boise state with six minutes left to go in the game. Technically, with four minutes and eight seconds remaining, you can go there. Oh, I can even go that far. You're absolutely right. Yes, they scored. Right. So four, so four minutes left in the game ish. Boise yeah. State is up thirty to ten, mm-hmm. and then in four minutes, Colorado State scores a touchdown, another That's touchdown, like and another one. And holy yeah. shit, twenty-one points. Yeah. Um, the the best thing about the hail mary that they hit. Boise actually did the knock it down thing. Yeah. But the only problem is there was a trailer on the play for Colorado knocked State. It, knocked it right into his arms. It, like knocked it like right to him who was like basically falling down at the time. <laughs> so like they knocked it down right to him. Uh, then they celebrated to hell. They went nuts, right? Oh, yeah. It went insane because it, it's tied. Uh, guess what? The celebration penalty. Let's back up that an extra point now and oh, no. you remember you remember the kicker right he's like a 34 year old man or is it 30 oh yeah no, no he's yeah he's got like 12 kids and a mortgage yeah <laughs> he's, he's from england i think uh he's on loan from sheffield united I think that's what he said. <laughs> uh but he's, he's from he's from like he's from like culture wednesday or whatever i don't know sure yes sheffield wednesday um whatever but yeah he nails it right down the middle pipes it they go insane he rips his helmet off they're going nuts in Fort Collins, because this is the first time they have ever beaten boys ever, full stop, ever, ever. First time in 13 games that they played them. First time they beat Boise. The streak is over. Um, Boise fans want to fire their coach. Like it was just so many different replies below us. Like, fire. oh yeah, they were all. Oh, they're like he's done. And so I don't know if if the message board geniuses, you know, go to like Boise State uh, message boards, but there has to be. Maybe it's like Bronco Nation or, you know, who knows? The Blue Turf Nation. You guys should check Whatever out the win probability chart for this game because yes, this is my thing. this is my favorite one I've seen so far this season. Oh, my yeah. God. Because it yeah. is just a straight line down. I'm not sure how much we'd have to zoom into this. 
Actually, let me go to Game oh, on no. Paper real fast and see what theirs looks like. Because it is it is asymptotic. Like it is just a straight nuts. line down. Line Insane. goes down. That is oh, indeed yeah. the highway to hell. <laughs> Even more spread out. Here's here's what uh here's what Game on Paper has. And it's still like yeah. just a complete Whoop. straight line. Oh my god. I am pleased to report that the 247 Sports Boise State message board is in fact called the Blue Turf Board. Okay. Oh, that's right, right. Nice. All right. Cool. That works. Is it it's blue, right? I have not okay. clicked on it. Oh, okay. Just I, I hope it's blue if it is. It is blue. Okay, good. You know, we don't need to talk about uh Washington beating Oregon. It was a great game. Like that's all you need to know about that. It was game. a banger. It was, it was an absolute banger. Mm-hmm. And both of those teams are great. I hope they play again. I would watch this game a thousand times. We need to walk, talk about something that was on at the exact same time. Because on one part of my quad box, I had Washington and Oregon. The other part, I had Iowa, Wisconsin. You and me both. And y'all, <laughs> this, this is why you need a game in between these two. You cannot go straight from one to the other. You will get the bends. You have to be careful here, folks. Because... Iowa 15, Wisconsin 6. Iowa scoring a touchdown, a field goal, a safety, and a field goal. And at this point, I'm now convinced we're at performance art, Iowa. He knows the jokes. They know all the stuff. They are just trying to get the most efficient outcomes possible. What is the fewest number of points I need to score to win these games? And we need to have a very serious discussion that there might go 10 and two or 11 and one and still have to fire Brian. I, there's no way <laughs> there's no way they will restructure the contract or something. They're, there's no way. They're just going to, they're just going to say that the contract is terminated and they're going to resign him to a new deal. Like it's yeah. going to be, there's going to be something like it's, it's going to be wonderful. so unsatisfying for the, I'm going to keep, fans. I'm going to keep putting up my, I, even some people were like, we have some Iowa fans now who are just a little salty of like, Oh, you guys are you know, still joking about us, even though we're you're, you know six and whatever, five and one, whatever. Y'all, I that was so- never the joke. That was no, never the joke. I, no. no, it was. No. It was. It's just about how like your your AD came out and was like, there are actual numbers attached to this contract now. Lame Gary mm-hmm. Barta for this. Yeah, you mm-hmm. big dummies. Yeah, you were. It was not you were big dummies because your team isn't going to win. That was never what this was about. Nope. Nope. This was about the fact that. Y'all are playing a brand of football that is so vastly different than everything else went through. Actually, not everything around you, because we have some folks. I'm going to put out a graphic later on this week. There's only one team in the Big Ten West above the Ferens line currently, 25 points per game. The rest are below. Yeah. So they are in good company. Yeah. They're not doing anything miraculous around them. It's just Big nope. Ten West is in the walls. You don't have to go above the Ferens line, and you shouldn't. In the first half, it's there were more wasteful. first downs. There were there were more punts than first downs. Yes, it, oh, it was so beautiful. It was yep. so beautiful. Iowa ends up with Minnesota at Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, and at Nebraska. <laughs> Can you say that again, but just like yeah. slowly? Minnesota at Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, at Nebraska. Hold on, <laughs> let me interject here. You say at Northwestern, right? Yes. It's not at Northwestern. It's in Wrigley Field. Oh, you're right. You're right. 
And 15-6 is a good baseball score, so there you go. There you go. The football gods have given us a great gift. I, I wanted to go to this one. I don't know if I can make it happen, but I want to. This is this is beautiful. Iowa, keep doing your crazy-ass thing, y'all. And with your spirit. Yeah. Again, it's just, I mean, they put the contract out here. Like, there's nobody else's contract that has a clause of points per game. And then there's people that are upset at us. Like, there's a safety. It shouldn't count. Like, that's not what the contract that's, that, is. That's it's also so the funny cool. thing, where people get mad at us for being a lover for his this contract. Is bull, this is bullshit. The safety shouldn't count for him. And I'm like, that's I mean, what the contract says. Yes, it is bullshit. But we didn't <laughs> negotiate the contract. Yeah, we are just tracking Brian Barron's is absolutely masterful agent. I don't know who he is, but I want him representing me. How many times do we have to tell you that we truly enjoy watching this? Like we're I, having a great time. I was having an absolute blast with those two those two games on the screen mm-hmm. at the same time. Legitimately, non-ironically, having fun watching both of these games at the same time. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I like. I have loved watching this team all year. This is fun. Navy fourteen, Charlotte zero. I need something. I need your help here, guys, because I think I want to. Co- I want to coin a phrase. First off, Biff does respect the troops. He didn't go off in his post-game presser, but I can tell they're not having a great time. They're one in five, oh and two in conference. Charlotte, I think, is gonna get there eventually, but not yet. I need a name for a half of football that is only puns. And I mm. think I think immaculate half is what I want to go with. Because immaculate inning in baseball is nine pitches. Nine strikes. Nine strikes. That's an immaculate inning. So an immaculate half where every, it's a no downs, no whatever. It's just punt, 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 punt. Hmm. A perfect, Hmm. a perfect half. I don't know. See, it needs a little more alliteration. Anyways, we're workshopping this, but they had an immaculate half. The first half was nothing but punts. My brain wants to call it an open frame, like bowling. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Both teams were had exactly 265 yards. This I game have, was have, almost perfectly uh, I have one word for the for you know just nothing but punts in the first half or a perfect half like that. It's the the gif of Michael Fassbender going perfection. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it is. It's perfection. Punt punt fiction. Punt fiction. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. I like it. It's it's and more awkward have, and that works we perfectly. Have, we have him say punt fiction. Oh yeah, I can fix hey, there that. We go. <laughs> there it is. is that is that from X Men First Class? I have no idea. I, I think it's from X Men First Class. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I can't spot gifts. Well, some I can. I, I think it's from X Men First Class. Yeah. Who knows? Yes, it is. In. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I can absolutely, I can absolutely redo this with punt fiction. Yes, punt fiction. See, you just listen to us on the podcast. We like live, you know, brainstorm things, and of course, it just happens. Arizona 44, Wazoo 6. Y'all, Wazoo looked slow. And the fish tank Mm. went to Pullman and absolutely just sat on them. I will say that Arizona doubled up. Yes, I'll do ads next. Thank you. 
Man, I'm just trying to put it on the... No, no, no. I'm going to call you out for doing that. Here, let me highlight it, too, to make sure I don't figure... Oh, there we go. No, I changed the font color. Hold up. Let me get the, the highlight. I'm just I like, trying to sneak I like, in the notes. like sneaking neon green ads. <laughs> let me get a highlight color. There we go. Oh, it's perfect. I can read that. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> orange on, orange on, orange on light green. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Neon I'm, green with peach highlight. Exactly like, what we want. Arizona had 528 yards to Wazoo's 254. Like doubled them up. And that, Wazoo had that seems five. Bad. Wazoo had five turnovers, y'all. Oh, no. Five turnovers. Cam Ward, what are you doing? This was no, this was, no, it was not. This was not it for anyone that night. Arizona, once again, is looking sneaky good. Not even so much sneaky anymore, especially after what they've done to the last couple teams they played. I would not want to fuck with Arizona right now. No, like that's the best kind of thing I can say about them is I would not want to fuck with Arizona right now because they um, look. They they get the beeves in like two weeks. There, there's a buy, hmm. so um, that could be interesting there for the beeves. <laughs> Um, oh man, yeah, Colorado's got them. Oh no, Utah. <laughs> oh, oh man, wait, what's Colorado's schedule now? After the uh, they got at UCLA, they have a bye this week, thankfully. Mm. Um, home against the Beavs, uh, home against Arizona on the road in Pullman, and then uh, Utah on the road. <laughs> um, so, so they're four and three. I, I don't even know if they get a bowl now. Ooh, it's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, by, by the by the way, I know we're not previewing things yet, but uh, Utah goes to USC next week. Yeah. Mm. So let's do some ads. Huh? Who put those in there? Why would First off, yourself? we have our Discord and our Patreon for $5 a month. Join us in our Discord to talk about our weekly ratings debates, live chat during games, post pictures of your cats and your food. And tell Beth not to worry about West Virginia games. <laughs> also, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we have our Commission's Corner special podcast. This past last episode, Commission talked about a punter from the 1890s who was so popular he had to fake his own death. The kangaroo kicker. Like that should tell you all you want to know about this. Yeah. That story. I was laughing so fucking loud when I was cutting that for you. I, it was hard to just like make it through it. Yeah, I can it, tell. Was, it was great. We have our merch store, sickoscommittee.org. Shout out to the Message Board Geniuses podcast. They go to the places that we refuse to go to, where people are talking about whether Texas AM was being distracted by Hamas. That's why they <laughs> lost the game. Yep. <laughs> okay. We have our sub stack where we do our weekly recaps, and they are amazing where we go reach back into our history and find the most alliterative ways to describe games. And as always, our partnership with Homefield Apparel, offer code yes, ha ha ha, yes, that's three ha's for 15% off your first order. And our weekly Sicko Shirt Showdown for 25% off. Also had a crew neck this week with Iowa. Whatever yeah. is still there, it's only there until everything's sold out. Use offer yeah. code committee to get 25% off. There is we're still working, some amazing stuff there. We're working on this week's. Uh, we don't have it finalized yet, but we're still working on it. Um, they may actually allow us to pick pick some new stuff that could be coming. Ooh. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. 
Um, so I'm still trying to work on the one that we have coming up for this week, but we may have it hammered out Monday or Tuesday by the time you listen to this podcast. So I just don't have it finalized yet, but there will be a week eight version. Um, I have three potential games right now. Um, we're working on for this week, but I, I, we're just not finalized yet. Sounds good. Okay, folks, we have some ones that are a little shorter to start with Bowling green at Buffalo. Hell yeah. Bowling green wins this one. And we are back to, I believe this is a mild Buffalo. This is a barbecue sauce Buffalo. Yeah, just normal barbecue sauce. Um, the 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 temperature of that, yeah, it's it's back down. So no more Asian zing buffalo. No, no, no. Uh, we're down to the the mild and and just plain barbecue. Not even like the uh, the the spicy barbecue. Just the plain barbecue. Oh yeah, this is down. this is like tomato sauce and a little bit of vinegar. Yeah, just a little bit like that. So um, this is kind of the perfect time to introduce our our new. Uh, stat that i've been tracking because i've been fascinated by teams that manage to win games but they don't do shit in the second half at all they just shut down they don't they just (laughs) shut down like they they hit their points and they don't score anything else for the rest of the game and somehow they manage to win the fucking game And, and this is what bowling green did uh so bowling green got 24 points in the first half and then they just stuck and they won the game that was enough 24 uh they'd be buffalo here so this is what our our stat coming up which may have a graphic in in the next coming days you may see it on on twitter timeline or or instagram or wherever we're posting it um it is called the second half ineptitude tracker uh (laughs) aka shit Uh, all right this this might have been a backronym i believe we started with the idea of wanting to call it shit and worked backwards from there but that's fine yes it's funny we wanted something funny but you know, we know the majority of teams that don't do shit in the second half, mm-hmm. like typically lose. They don't do it. They don't do anything. They don't. But there's still there's those magic teams that don't do shit in the second half, and they still fucking win. And I am utterly fascinated by that. Right now, I think we're sitting around like a anywhere from a ten to fourteen percent mark this season that teams that that don't do shit in the second half, but they still manage to win the game. That's impressive. That's really fucking impressive. It is great. So we're starting to track that, and we've built up a database. We built up a data pool for it. So that's going to be something that we're going to be doing the rest of the year. Somehow they they pulled off the shit. They pulled off the (laughs) shit win. Uh, So (laughs) that's coming up next. I feel so immature, but I fucking love it. No, right. hey, you know what, man? No, that's it's it's perfect. It's, it's lean, it's in, lean into this shit. God, we played like <laughs> shit, but we still won. Mm-hmm. BYU eleven, TCU forty four. Uh, TCU has fixed their explosiveness problem, or at least eleven, 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. Yeah. 11. 11 to forty four, which is a totally normal score. Mm-hmm. It feels like BYU is still trying. To get that 11 oh oh yeah like they were they were trying this was what this was this was uh eight points and uh three points by the way that's how you get there. okay so it was it was 24 nothing so they they got a touchdown yes. in the second quarter and they went for two to make yes. it a two possession game um then it was 31 8 38 8 8 it was a sad field goal. goal. It was it, it was it was 38-11, and then 44-11. So okay, I, I won't give them any crap for going for the eight. They're like, we're gonna get back in this game. It's the second quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I'll give you that. All right. That's I thought it would just be something weird like fourth quarter. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Ke- Keaton Slovis has found his his old groove. 15 for 34, 152 yards win interception. He's back, baby. Mm, that implies that he was before, but okay. good for him. All right. Who has a better record, TCU or BYU? Don't look. It's BYU. BYU. Yeah. It Barely. has to be, right? BYU's four and two. TCU's four and three. Yeah. SMU. Hold on. Oh, I missed. I lost my menu. Sorry. My window. Sorry. <laughs> SMU Jordan, 31. How you possibly have lost your window. I so, wonder if there's a reason why you lost your window. No reason. Everything's fine. Nothing is broken. Carry on. He's got 900 tabs. Uh, I'll take a picture of mine. I clicked oh, on no. I clicked on the thing to see like oh which window I'm in and I realized how many windows I had. This is the bottom of my uh of my of my screen right now. I can't it's wait. Two, three, to four, five, oh, six, no. seven, eight, no. nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen window, fifteen Chrome windows. Yeah. My eyes. See something that says employment. You're looking for jobs. What's going on? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm about to sign off with. Uh, this little thing called uh, SB Nation and Vox. I hear they're really great for their football people. <laughs> okay. Burning okay. bridges. Didn't even know we had just tossing we were, flames. We were, I mean, we don't have any bridges. We're, we're just the committee. We have none. Uh, SMU thirty-one, ECU ten. SMU had this game pretty much in hand. No one watched it because it was on while everything else was unfortunately. Yeah, while while TC, uh, while I'm sorry, West Virginia and Houston were going on like SMU and and ECU were going on. And, uh, you know, SMU wasn't doing shit in the third quarter. Neither was ECU. <laughs> but uh, SMU finally got it together, and they won 31-10. Tulane, 31, Memphis, 21. This was one of the swingiest games I've seen in a long time. Oh, man, it was like, great. Tulane, Tulane goes up 10-0. Then it's, what, 21 unanswered by Memphis? Uh-huh. And then it was 21, 21 unanswered. unanswered by Tulane. <laughs> Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Friday night fun in in Memphis. Yeah, Tulane's first win in Memphis since 1998. Jesus, feels like 98. Feels like 98. Uh, by the way, if if you had that Memphis ticket home package thing, oh no, ticket from Bethune, it, it is over now. So you spent sixty bucks on a ticket for Bethune. You got to see Bethune, Navy, Boise. And Tulane. So you got four games. That's not bad. Buying, not bad. 15 bucks. 15 bucks. So, I mean, if you did it, um, I mean, their next game wouldn't have been until like like November against South Florida. But still, um, kind of, I mean, not a bad deal. So if you'd have bought the $60 ticket for, for the home games until they lose, you got four, which is, is not bad. Oklahoma State 29, Kansas State 21. Oklahoma State is so fucking confusing, y'all. Yes. I think I think it's because they finally picked a quarterback. Like they're they're like they picked a quarterback. They're going with their quarterback. His name is. Let me make sure I got it right. Bowman. Yeah, this is Alan Bowman. Yep. And I think by doing that, they've settled into a good rhythm. Uh, the biggest thing here was basically that the Mean Bean Machine kind of went off the rails here. Like they like he threw it was two interceptions. Both teams yeah. had over 500 yards of path of, of offense. Like it was just popping the fuck off. And yeah. that's, that was the story of this game. 
he had five touchdowns um like within like the third quarter and then like basically he turned into a pumpkin a pumpkin uh late in the in the second half so like he had a touchdown there's his fifth touchdown and you're like wow how how much could this go next drive interception next drive after that interception and then oklahoma state was able to get ahead and from that point like just kansas just couldn't catch up and, and tie the game LSU a bunch, Auburn not so much. Actually, that's not true. It was LSU 48, Auburn 18. So uh, I thought this was going to be more chaotic. It was not just because Auburn is stinky. Auburn is poop. Was the 18 six field goals? I did not follow this game. No, it was it was a touchdown, a field goal, and then a touchdown with a two-point conversion in the fourth quarter when they were already way behind. So they were down 24. At the beginning of the fourth quarter, they get a touchdown. And they're like, yeah, we're going to come back. And <laughs> against LSU defense, you know. It's possible. I, it is possible. But uh, LSU was able to pull away the next two drives and made that made it 48-18. Eastern Michigan, 48. Kent State Golden Flashes, 14. Most interesting about this game was that Kent State opens the game with an onside kick. Directly into the hands of Eastern Michigan, who runs it in for a touchdown. Oh, no. My dad texted me about this. This was fucking beautiful. I love it. It was great. And it's like that was the game day, like the final pick hadn't even happened yet. No, it was before that even. It was just like, it was just like Easton returns the outside kick for a touchdown. <laughs> We're yelling already. <laughs> the part I love about this is that I love that we get new people who have never watched Eastern Michigan games before. Yeah, because whenever we post video from their field, everyone's like, "Did I have a stroke? What's going on?" And this combination, for some reason, was just very hard on the eyes. It, it, oh, I mean, the yellow pants, the green jersey, and the gray field. I, I got what I wanted, and I, I just wish Kent had yellow helmets, which would have been even better. Oh, but yeah. they went with the the navy blue. But yeah, I love this, and I love throwing Eastern highlights on the timeline just as much as uh, throwing like random CFL highlights on the mm-hmm. timeline, just to throw, throw everybody off. Like, and, and I'll just try to relate the CFL game to like, you know, a college game and like, Oh no, Oregon state's playing, you know, Washington right now. And then everybody's like, what, what? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is when Winnipeg plays because their logo does look like Washington's logo. Oh yeah. And everyone just like, like can't, it's all they see. Uh, uh, Oh, wait, hold on. Is that no? Oh, you guys are messing with us. <laughs> Kansas State 38, Texas Tech 21. This was a really back and forth game. Kansas State goes out to a little bit of an early lead, but it becomes a it becomes like a sort of a slugfest in the second. Kansas State ends up pulling away in the third and fourth. Uh, Kansas State. State's still probably the, my like one of the better teams in this conference, even with like the weird Mizzou loss, which actually in retrospect is not that weird. No. It's not Mizzou good. Mizzou okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you that. The my favorite part in this game is that it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? And you're like, man, this is this is like a crazy, crazy game. And like, what's gonna break? What's gonna what's gonna break? So it's it's second half, uh touchdown, Texas Tech, they're up 21-17. You're like, okay, Kansas State goes back there, right back down 24-17. touchdown uh it's 24 21 i apologize for that uh uh next play for texas tech they throw an interception yep the the next play for kansas state it's a touchdown now it's 31 21 
Tech goes on another drive. It ends in another interception. God. They now, just, yeah. So Kansas, Kansas State doesn't get anything done there. We're like, well, Tech was like, okay, fine. We'll throw another interception. And then K-State gets a touchdown and they make it 38-21. They were very accommodating. They were throwing interceptions like tortillas. Tennessee 20, Texas A&M 13. You want to talk about a game where no one came out of this game feeling like they like they had won or lost? Like, everyone was miserable in this game. This is, this is my favorite. I, I got stats from this game. Everybody hated this game. Everybody hated their life in this game. Yep. So my favorite thing here, I'm just going to ask you a question. Okay. Did... Did Tennessee have more passing yards than they had penalty yards? No. Yes. No. Okay. Uh, so Tennessee had 100 passing yards. Okay. They had 115 yards of penalties. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. My other side of this thing here. Did AM have more rushing, rushing yards than penalty yards? No. No. Yes. Uh, they did not. Uh, Anum had 54 rushing yards, uh, and they had 90 yards in penalties. Oh God! Good. Oh God! <laughs> so okay. Tennessee and 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 Anum combined for 23 penalties. Did did Tennessee have more pass attempts than 23? Yes. No. Yes. They did not. They had 22 oh pass attempts. <laughs> we can this, move on. This. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> North Carolina, 41. Miami, 31. I was expecting a Miami bounce back, and I was incorrect. I regret North- to inform you that North Carolina might actually be good. I hate this. Feeling that way. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate I- it so much. I-, I see why North Carolina fought so hard to get uh, Tez Walker. Uh, yeah, to play. Uh, all of a sudden, super oh. obvious why Tess Walker needed to be there. Holy shit. That dude was fire. Miami had four turnovers, including two interceptions. Tyler Van Dyme, he was not this week. Miami going forward. Miami's four and two, but like the worst kind of four and two. And going forward, they have Clemson, Virginia, NC State, Florida State, Louisville, and Boston College. Hmm. It's going to be Bowl Miami, but not like a good Bowl Miami. Ooh, Miami Sun Bowl? Mm. Oh, God. Ooh. El Paso. FAU 56, USF 14. Ooh. Uh, I, first off, FAU is now 2-0 and in the American. Mm-hmm. Woo! Good for them. Yeah. When I was recovering from back surgery, I was told that my road to health and recovery was non-linear. USF, you are on the correct track. This is just a non-linear recovery. It's okay. They got UConn next week. Right. Uh, FAU only led 21-14 at the half, by the way. I drew so, a scoring uh, drive chart, and you can see where it just all came apart. So, so you're telling me that we got another team that didn't do shit in the second half. That's right. Yeah, except they lost that one. Yes. They lost They lost that shit. Uh, I'm hearing <laughs> this, this young... Oh, this, I'm gonna like this thing. Yes, <laughs> this this young mastermind they have uh, coaching FAU, a guy by the name of Tom Herman. Tom Herman, so I, you gotta know. remember that. You're like, oh god, it, again. No, I just I, I can't retain this. No. West Virginia head coach Tom Herman. Tell me you don't love it. It's not bad. <laughs> oh my god, best face. 
Can we like I've never seen her make that face. I don't want it's a it's a face of like shock and bewilderment. I, I don't have enough breadcrumbs to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I you know this is this is the point of the season where you start talking about head coaches and you just throw out somebody that's having like a, a kind of good season. Oh yeah. But but keep in mind FAU is only three and three. Um two and oh in two and oh in, in the American. I mean also I, does, three in FAU adjusted terms. That's, yeah. I mean that's good. Um South Florida again, I'm not necessarily bagging on UConn. They have to go to UConn. Mm-hmm. So that that may be tough because they've given up 56 points in back to back weeks, and so, and and held Alabama's feet to the fire because 17 nothing cause nothing anything. makes sense. We have sorry, I lost my tab again. Tab and tabs. Which one? Uh, Florida 41, South Carolina at 39. Best thing about this game was the intentional safety at the end. Yeah, love love a good intentional safety. Yeah, we do. And All safeties are beautiful and perfect in the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Intentional safety alert. Love and it. by the Lord, I mean one of the Ferences. <laughs> this game was wild. Oh, this was this was this was super wild. Like it 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 was super pointy. Yeah. And was way more explosive than I thought it had any business being. It seemed like South Carolina had it locked up. Uh, they were up by ten. Yes. Like nine minutes to go, and then Florida just goes bam, bam, touchdown, touchdown. Uh, and then then they wind up taking a safety with like four seconds left to like harmlessly kick it to South Carolina and make the score very weird. Uh 41-39. What was the spread on this one? I don't remember. It was even. Okay. Okay. Well, Vegas gets it close every once in a while. That was a fun probability chart, so you could throw that one in there. Oh, I will. I just saw it. Yeah, it's it was. It's pretty wild. <laughs> need, to ha- need to have need to have like descriptors of some of these because like this is like a good swan dive, like this is a yeah. nice little like leap and hop instead of the, sh- the sheer line. Yeah. Mizzou thirty eight, Kentucky twenty one. Best thing about this was their win- their winning graphic, <laughs> which was literally in the form of a Kroger receipt. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Oh, Your cashier here. was E. Drinkwitz. Mm-hmm. That's right. I did he not watch almost any oh. of Fresno State, Utah State. I watched. How was things. this? It, this game was amazing, and and Logan was was nuts, man. Uh, Fresno State thirty-seven, Utah State thirty-two. Go ahead. Logan was was absolutely insane. Just just a wild back and forth game. Like Utah State just never gives up. No, ever. ever. Like they do not quit. And their students were like pulling them on. It, it, it was just nuts. They took a 32-31 lead with like four minutes left. Fresno then gets it with like a backup quarterback. They get the touchdown uh, to lead 37-32. And then, yeah, Utah State just could not get it down the field at the end to, to try to do that. But it was it was wild. Like Fresno had an amazing pick where he just jumped underneath the route in like just full extension to seal the game for the, the Bulldogs, but it, what a game. The crowd was just phenomenal. I just want to give a shout out to uh college football campus tour who was there. Oh yeah. For that game. And then on Saturday he went to like Rhode Island, the Providence. Yeah. Yeah. To, it was to, the, to the Brown, Brown game. Princeton, which Brown and Princeton went into OT. Chris Berman was there and I made horrible jokes on the timeline. I appreciate that. Okay. 
Pit girl. Hilda Pit. To win pit. To win pit. To win pit. ACC win pit. I I joked about the blue vase, but you know what? The blue vase is a lot less funny when you win. Uh-huh. All the yeah, weird no. shit out there is less funny if you win. The will to win is stored in the vase where we keep our anger. Mm-hmm. That's that's Pittsburgh as hell right there. All right, it I, really is. I got to ask some questions about this face. Why hadn't it been out earlier this year? I don't know. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, is it like, you know, break open the, the case of the vase in case of emergency? I mean, what? I mean, like y'all brought it to the Sun Bowl last year, we found out. That's why, right. why wasn't it here? Like, I mean, why you had to wait until you're one and four? Like, could they only retrieve it after you had a bye week? Is that what it was? I mean, Similarly, I we could only retrieve Christian Vieira after the bye week. I mean, I don't know. Like, we, we also have additional clarification yeah. in that we are correct that this is a Stephen Colbert situation where his dad prefers Vayu, but QB1 prefers Vieira. Oh. So... Did, here we are. Did, did they put Phil at tight end, or was that a, was that did, did no? That, happen? that was not real. Unfortunately, okay. no, that is not real. But ACC win pit is real. Uh, also, Louisville being fraudulent. I actually might have been right about that. I was just a week late, <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, very much enjoyed all the turnovers. That was delightful. It's almost like the defense can do defense things if they're not on the field for 50 minutes a game. Yeah. I, I did yeah. see Canadian flags in the stands already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're leaning into this pit fans, pro Canada Steelers fans, can we, less so can we, get, can we get like a Canadian flag that is like pit colors. Jordan can we do that. Uh, yeah, we can. Okay. I mean, I'm even like, you know, just do it Pittsburgh colors, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. W- whatever, like black and yellow, but do it pit colors, the the blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just do it. Do it that way. And just wave some flags that way. That'd be great. I would also just like to take this moment to highlight the fact that Christian Vier pulled a significant upset in his first start for Pitt. Uh, there is another pit quarterback who I think we all know and love who also pulled a sizable upset in his first start. Dan Marino. <laughs> we do love Tyler Pelko. Okay. Well, it was not him. It was, it, it was probably Kenny Pickett, but okay. it was in fact was it, Kenny, was Pickett. It Kenny Pickett. I was oh, like, yes, he he. His first start for Pitt was the Miami, upset right? over number two Miami. Yeah, I was there. Me and four other people on Black Friday, 2017, party hard. A crowd of five people at a pit game. Yeah, I did love. I did love the pit, the pit ponchos because it was mm-hmm. raining, so everyone got to wear the pit ponchos. Seriously pit ponchos. though, full credit to the Panther Pit for showing up and showing out. Um, I'm incredi- incredibly proud of all of you. Love you, student section. Troy 19, Army 0. I just want to show you this video of, of a fumble. Okay. Can we all see that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This is a Troy fumble going to Army. Drops it. Oh, no. 
<laughs> just falls on. <laughs> because he knew that nothing good was going to come of him trying to like oh, speak no. and stumble forward. You know what? Just go down. No, just you're down. Guys, I think I think September has come and gone, and Maryland is back to being Maryland. Are you sure? Illinois twenty seven, Maryland twenty four. Oh, never Ouch. mind. Yeah, we're but, sure. Wake me up Maryland, when September Mar- ends. Yeah, Maryland went and woke up Billy Joe Armstrong. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was UNL- what? Oh, I just want to mention the Maryland tries to do the 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 ridiculous Kevin James meme that I I'm, I'm just done with uh, personally mm-hmm. to distract the field goal kicker, but Illinois kicker kicked a game winning field goal into like Kevin James's face. Yep, for the win. Dead center. And, dead center to his face and it just made for a phenomenal I, I don't want to see the meme anymore but like just that video of just kevin james just watching like hey maryland's losing <laughs> i i do want to go look for stock photos from old sitcoms now to see if i can find the next kevin james there's got to be like another they're, stock they're photo doing somewhere. the the cam character from modern family okay uh they're doing that with i think eric stonewall is his name but uh, they're trying that, but I, I don't, I don't know how it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on it. But just the image of that happening, that it, it earned a little bit extra life. UNLV forty five, Nevada twenty seven. Nevada gets lose. Uh, sorry, UNLV keeps the Fremont Cannon the heaviest trophy in college football, 545 pounds, and also one of the most expensive, I believe. And we were playing around with some ideas in the chat about uh, what we could use for a heavier rivalry trophy. And people came up with like actual animals. And I feel like we shouldn't have actual animals as rivalry trophies. No. We have to replace them. Mm. But I feel like we come up with like a thousand pound rivalry trophy. The end of this game was great because the cannon was cordoned off by these little like, um, movie theater what do you call those the, the ballards with the little like you pull the little thing across and click it in mm-hmm. and so rise the cock was calling down some dude walks over and like opens the little like the, the, the little gate and then all the UNLV players take the cannon hey girl yes what if we taxidermied an elephant you gotta put like lead shot in to get it heavy enough though I feel like if you take mm. out take out the, the, the guts you lose some of the weight yeah what if we do a Georgia version of like the Virginia Commonwealth trophy, but they're just all playing for a Tahoe? Mm. Okay. Okay. I like that. We could like bronze the Tahoe. Ooh. The bronze Tahoe. Like an old pair of shoes. I- I'm going to use that as a transition to a game that happened on, on, uh, on one of the weeknights. This is the Wednesday night game, I believe. Uh, UTEP wins at FIU 27 14. But the best part about this was that it was Vice Night in Miami. Legitimately cool uniforms and everything else, but they had a Rolls Royce and a Lambo on the field. Mm. And UTEP picks off an FIU pass and all the UTEP players go over to the Lambo and start celebrating in front of the Lambo. And the security dude walks over and is just like, please do not touch the Lambo. (laughs) It was great. Uh, In the chat, I dropped a picture of them all running over to the Lambo. It was great. Uh, Miami... FIU did the Miami Vice uniforms better. Yeah, they were great. They're so much better than the Miami versions of this, which 
looked like a laser tag thing. Like, FIU is not sponsored by Adidas, right? I don't think so. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I'll keep track of these things. Yeah, neither do I. We could never find <laughs> out. We're we're on the internet. We could never know this. Why this would we know things? I'm not noble information. Anything right There's now. no it's way to now. know. Central Michigan 17, Akron 10. Most interesting thing was that the undercuffler did get to come in for relief. Woo! Yeah. He got him. Got him, got him he close. came in like late third uh, after Akron's uh, starting QB threw a couple of interceptions. They were down 17-3. The undercuffler brought him to within 17-10, but it was just too late. Should have let the undercuffler cook for a little bit longer. You know, he was undercuffed. <laughs> Miami of Ohio, 34, Western Michigan, 21. Miami is now bowl eligible yep. before, before the other Miami. That's correct. And this was also, I mean, wasn't Miami the, the last team to get bowl eligible in the MAC last year? Yeah, they, they won the, um, they had the game against Ball State. They got to the Bahamas Bowl because of it. Yeah, the, the Bahamas Bowl. And they were given out like, you know, the fake Bahamas glasses and stuff after the game. It was great. So like this is this is the team on that side of the Mac to watch this year. Like Miami is looking really good this year. They got a great game coming up. We're gonna preview it next week. NIU twenty three, Ohio thirteen. Yeah, this was another uh, shit game, I believe. Yeah, Ohio up thirteen seven at halftime, and then then they couldn't do shit in the second half. <laughs> and NIU wins twenty three thirteen. NIU is confusing the fuck out of me this entire year and i love it so much oh yeah they are they are truly the random number generator this year <laughs> my god they are the the mac whammy <laughs> they're like no whammy no whammy no whammy stop oh crap and oh, i use no. on the schedule so for the kids that listen to this podcast there used to be a game for a game called press your luck i, I know pickerel right. has known this so i'm talking to people younger than you okay oh yeah younger than you they, no they may have had Game Show Network. Who knows? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Man, I man, I loved Game Show Network. I yeah. watched so much, like reruns of like old shit all the time. I have friends in college who every day that they did not have class, they would watch The Price is Right when it was on at like 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I used to go back to my room and watch reruns of like of uh, Saved by the Bell when it was on. <laughs> it was great. JMU 41, Georgia Southern 13. I think JMU has decided that they are probably the best G5 team. Air yeah. Force has a Air Force has a good argument towards this, but I feel yeah. like JMU has a better argument. Uh, JMU smoked Georgia Southern and made Dave, uh, Davis Brin, our Dutton darling, his life a living hell. Three sacks, two interceptions. <laughs> Just like, was like not having a great day. Uh, Georgia Southern had the same number of yards as JMU, basically about 385, but well, three turnovers the, will do that to you. Yeah, those interceptions were basically, JMU only had to, Basically, drive ten yards. Yeah, so, living basically. Misleading. Yeah, uh, basically every the, the two picks uh, for Georgia Southern basically were in Georgia Southern's own end zone. Like essentially, yeah, they were there and just yeah, it was like right there. Oh. <laughs> they didn't have to go far. Yeah. I think they had took one back. I'm not 100 percent sure though. I I started my JMU this, again. JMU should be bowl eligible. They are not due to NCAA rules, but I have made a should be bowl eligible graphic for JMU. I'm going to spam that shit as a point. But the roofclaim.com Boca de Raton Bowl has said that the Dukes are, quote, officially bowl eligible. Yeah. I don't know what the Boca Raton Bowl knows that we don't. Mm. So 
who knows? You know, roofclaim.com, a a reputable business as we've covered totally in the past legit. here. It counts. Yeah. I retweeted. I was like, the Boca Bowl said that they're bowl eligible. They're, it counts. They're going to a bowl. What more do I need? If the Boca Bowl says, come down and play in our bowl game, what can the NCAA do? I mean, they could say that they're not, they're not no longer going to have that bowl, but what the fuck? What if you just keep saying, okay, I'm going to keep having a bowl game here. We've already talked about how the NCAA can they, can't do shit most of the time. Can they, mm-hmm. can they play a bowl game in like international waters? Mm. <laughs> the monkey knife fight bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to put it on an aircraft carrier. It's Done. fine. We're back we to this again. Well, our, our, Oh, that's there's your loophole. We're gonna do it for the troops. Mm-hmm. Does the, the NCAA troops. hate the troops? Uh, wait, wait till they don't give Air Force a New York six New York six bid. We'll talk about how much they hate the troops. Then they Ooh. they will in oh. fact hate the troops. That's oh. not the NCAA technically. Oh, that's true. Yes. Oh yeah. Duke twenty four, NC State three. Duke is still <laughs> on their shit. Like it's still good. Uh, yeah. They didn't have Riley Leonard this game, but or at least you no, know, he got he went out. No, he was still hurt. No, he was still hurt. That's right. Uh, so Duke just decided to run the fucking ball. Yeah. Passed NC the ball State continued the NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke passed the ball 12 times. Uh, they completed four of them, and that's all they needed. <laughs> yep. Uh, NC State is four and three, heading to that six and six mark. Eight and four. But, eight and know. four. Seven and five, oh, maybe. Eight, yeah, seven and five, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Toledo snuck past Ball State. Ooh, yeah. This this was gonna be a a Mackin, if you will. They almost they almost got macked. Thirteen to six is a, such a weird score as well. Like that is yeah. Mm-hmm. It was three three at halftime, but uh, Toledo they almost got macked. Hmm. Uh, some other games just want to talk about lightly. UTSA forty one, UAB twenty. Meeps that was a back. fun game. The Meeps feel like they're back. It feels good. Meep. UAB is Meep. Th- UAB is two and five. UTSA is three and three. I think they're both just going to have sort of revert to mean years, but still, an absolute banger later in the evening was Wyoming Air Force. This game came down to it, and it was a. Hold on, I gotta find my play chart on this one. Sorry, guys. I watched this one. I didn't click over where I needed. I just want to, while you're doing that, I just want to say Georgia State beat Marshall 41. Oh, yes. Uh, 24. So, yeah, that was a that was a huge win. Uh, Georgia State is 5-1, and one, one away from bowl eligibility. So, shout out to them. Oh, that's right. This one ended with, like, this was a huge back and forth game at Air Force. It, with six minutes left in the fourth, Wyoming hits a TD to bring the game tie 27-27 and then misses the, has a blocked extra point. And it felt like, oh, God, this thing's going to go on to OT. Like, this is it. But then Air Force ends up marching back down the field and scoring, leading this game 34 to 27. Air Force rushes the field in Colorado Springs, which is great. All the cadets come up, like, pour on the field. Air Force is now in the driver's seat of the, of the uh, Mountain West. But it feels like this might be a preview of the championship game because they no longer, have comp- uh, no longer have divisions. So we might see Air Force Wyoming yet again, which would be a lot of fun. Oregon State 36, UCLA 24. This was this was UCLA's quarterback being a freshman. Three interceptions, forcing it. DJ looked great for Oregon State. Yeah. 
Alabama sneaks past Arkansas. This game felt like it was going to be spicier than it was for a bit. Uh, this was in the earlier time slot. It ends up being 24-21. Arkansas is 2-5 and five at this point, which, yikes. And we had more Nick Saban just like wanting to yell things because they had so many penalties. Like, oh, just, yeah. The, the false start on the kneel down, which I've like, never seen that before. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, like that's insane. How do you even do that? Very carefully. Yeah, he... Yeah, if if Nick Saban was Italian, there would have been a lot more hand gestures yeah. than the the ones he was given. There would have been a lot more, but I kind of feel like he's Italian, but I don't know for sure. I don't know. I do enjoy the idea of like Nick, Sa- like Mamma Mia, Nick uh, Saban. He's, he's Croatian. Okay. His paternal grandfather, Stanko Saban. I love it. Stanko? Yeah, S-T-A-N-K-O. Stanko Staben. Stanko. St- probably Stanko if I'm going to guess, but Stanko Staben <laughs> yeah. sounds way more West Virginia. Beth, we need a ruling. I... <laughs> we go to the West Virginia correspondent. How would you say Stanko? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's pretty West Virginia. Yeah, I could uh, see yeah. that. Oh man, his paternal grandfather Senko immigrated to Portland, Oregon. Imagine, imagine if Nick Saban had ended up growing up on that side of the country instead. That's a whole different. Wow, this is, Nick this is Saban like, weird. This is like man in the high castle levels of alternate history here. Holy cow! Someone brings a reel of film to like Nick Saban, you know, smoking a joint in Oregon, being like, "No, this is the actual history. You're supposed to be a football coach from West Virginia." So, like, he's West Coast Nick Saban, right? Mm-hmm. West Coast Nick Saban. He started instead of Michigan State. He started at Washington State. Oh, that's right. okay. I love that. Then, then instead of going to LSU, he went to Arizona State ASU. Okay. All right. Then he then went he, to the NFL. He coaches the Chargers. Then he coaches the Chargers. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Then, then for the Chargers, where does he go? SC. USC. <laughs> oh God. Alternate and then, history, Nick and then Saban. and then Pete Carroll is the head coach of fucking uh, Alabama. Alabama. Oh my god! Oh, I like alternate history. This is good. There we go. There we go. We Florida State forty-one. Pete Carroll Syrac- just got a hell of a lot more grim. Yeah. Uh, Florida State forty-one. Syracuse three. Syracuse, you're doing fine. Just keep at it. Florida State, you're good. Utah thirty-four. Cal fourteen. This game was close for a bit until Utah opened it up. Utah, once again, like, forgot how to score for a while, but then it was fine. Cal, oof, like, they were looking so good earlier this year, and I think that was just because of who they played. They I was Auburn. It looked better. You're right? Well, yeah. sort of. Mm. Now that we know. And uh, Purdue and Ohio State, I thought this was going to be unranked Purdue. Versus Ohio ranked Ohio State. Nah, man, forty-one to seven. This thing just like, Ouch. yeah. Mm. Uh, the best part about this was they had during the first quarter, I believe, they had someone come out. This is from Twitter user at Marcus Hartman. Purdue had a student come out and make a forty-yard field goal during a timeout. Then the Boilermakers' real kicker missed a thirty-nine yarder. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, the kicker missed three field goals on the day. It's like the anti-Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Purdue had a really miserable day, and the negative one-th man. God, it was just it, it was, was just it, a bad day. For it Purdue. was a bad day. It was a bad day to be a boilermaker. 
No. Okay, but that, like random student, do you want to walk onto the football team? After I mean, like, after after like the third this field goal, yeah, that was the uh, that was the vibe. It, the Lord gives case, us boiler makers and boiler breakers. It, it, Mike Leach would have had the kid, you know, in a jersey, like basically immediately after that. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 would happen? Kick a rest in peace, Mike Leach. So let's talk about some FCS weirdness now. First off, on ESPN two. The late night game, Montana at a packed Kibbe Dome. This yes. was fucking great. This was a banger of a game. Montana ends up winning it, but this was just like perfect late night snacks. I hope that Big Sky matches up with ESPN2 and starts putting like a game on like the big ESPN2 every oh, Saturday yeah. night late. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. perfect. Yes. This is Do perfect. It. Perfect. It was great. Great atmosphere. Fantastic yeah. game. And they win the know. little brown stein. That's right. Um, I've already put in a request to Montana to weigh it. Also, I needed to know if we could fit any liquid in there. Um, and then, you know, how much liquid? And then could you weigh it with the liquid? So I've put the request out. I don't know if Montana has seen the request, but I, I've put it on their Instagram. But But different liquids have different weights. Again, we'll get to that bridge when we cross it. Okay. We do I need, need to, to know, know, like, historically, if, what are the liquids that one puts in this? I mean, typically, mm-hmm. you would, it's a stein, you would think it'd be beer, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we can go with that, but who knows? I, I need to get past the first few questions before we can discuss what liquid we need to put in here. Idaho State 42, Eastern Washington 41 at Holt yes. Arena. This. Mm. Idaho State was down 41 to 14. Yes. Mid mid third quarter. And came wow. aging the fuck back. Whoa. Yeah. Uh insane. Honestly insane. Oh my um, gosh. So uh, it's 41-14 at the 46 second mark in the third quarter. Idaho State gets a touchdown 41-21. Uh 10 minute mark Idaho State gets another touchdown it's 41-28. Uh, at the three minute and 28 second mark, uh, Idaho State gets another touchdown. Now it's 41 35. Uh, at the 52 second mark, touchdown, Idaho State, they lead 42 41. That's 50, like, 50 I could seconds not, left, though. Could not believe it. 50 seconds left. So Eastern Washington drives down yeah. and they go to set up for a field goal, like a 38 or 39 yarder. Mm hmm. And they push it wide right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Idaho State holds on to the crazy comeback. Uh, Idaho State now just incredible, incredible. I mean, the past two years, Idaho State has only won one game. Yes. And so they already have two this year, one with myself in, t- in attendance. Um, I did want to shout out that the field goal that they tried to make the game winner in. Mm-hmm. Is that's the upright that I I kicked my extra point in. There you so, go. It was a blessed yeah. field goal. It was a blessed Ble- extra point. I've I've blessed that that goal post uh, for the Idaho State Bengals. So, congrats up there in Pocatello. I'm sure you guys were going crazy. Our NEC check in on Honest to God CBS Sports Network on Thursday night. We had Wagner at St. Francis PA. Hell yeah! I was so excited to see them on CBS as in with the music. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
going into uh, where where in, where in PA is that again, guys? Loretto. 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 Right. Loretto. And like it's like so zooming on this this tiny field. Oh, it was so good. I, I was ready to run through a fucking wall for that. It was amazing. Uh, St. Francis PA wins that one 31 to 7 over Wagner. That's right. Got Duquesne 44, Coastal Carol sorry, Central Car- Coastal Carolina, Central Connecticut <laughs> 20. Yale 31, Sacred Heart 3, and our Sharks versus Bears game. Maine versus Long Island University. Maine wins 24 to 13 over the Sharks. So now we know. That's right. I want to shout out to Frankie the Friar. Um, On Thursday night, he held up a sign that said, uh, Seahawks aren't real. Ooh. Just for, for, they were playing Wagner, the Seahawks. So, Frankie the Friar. Also, shout out to uh, CFB Campus Tour, who was at that game, too. Before he went to. Then he went to Utah. Yeah. And then then he went back to, like, what the what the hell, man? What kind of travel was this? I get I get tired yeah. when I have to drive like yeah. three hours to a game. Look, he's he's got a, a travel portal, and he will not let us know about this. We we need we need his skills because he portal, went from yeah. from PA to Utah back to Rhode Island in three I can't, days. I can't even insane. The Fordham Ramley end up winning the game against Stony Brook 26, seven. However, this game was like six to seven for a long ass time long with, Stony, time with Stony Brook ahead. Stony Brook is not great by the way. They're and six at this point, yep. but this game was st- stuck in first year for so fucking long. That's right. But Ramley gutted it out. How did I not know that Bobby Petrino's son-in-law was the head coach at Missouri state? He handed the keys to his son-in-law. Yes. Nepotism I mean, is live and well, baby. Podcast. But you know. Oh, sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't here. I was dealing with things. I know. <laughs> I was dealing. But I, I I wrote about it earlier this this year too. So I don't read what you write. You, you know don't read. Right. Thank you. I don't. I can't. You want to tell? You want to tell people to subscribe to the Substack? You're like, I don't read I don't, what you. I write. can't read. I can't read. I can't you can't read. stop me. I can't. This can't sign can't stop me. I can't read. The best endorsement ever. The podcast host is like, I, I don't read what you write. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good for you, but Jordan ain't reading all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm sorry about that, but good for you, but I'm not reading all that. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Petrino's son-in-law is currently 1-4, and 0-2 oh in the well, Missouri Valley. He's 2-4 and four now. Okay. But yeah, they, they, beat, they, they beat up on Western Illinois 48-7. Um, our, our beloved Indiana State Sycamores went out to a seven nothing lead uh, on the Redbirds, Illinois State. Uh, it, it finished forty four seven, and they lost. Oh God! So Four you're telling me the Sycamores also didn't do shit? Uh, yeah. No, they did not. They did not do shit. Western Illinois and Indiana State are on a collision course for winless versus winless on, I believe, November eleventh. So I am keeping track of that one because. Somebody, something has to give if they're both still winless here. And I am th- that is circled on the calendar for me personally. I, I, somebody's got to get a win. It's at Indiana State and Sycamores with the home field advantage. Got it. Home field advantage. That's right. Rhode Island and Richmond was a really good game. Richmond yeah. 24, Rhode Island 17. I had this on like on my phone, I think. Yeah, it was a little bit of an upset. For the yeah, this is ranked Rhode Island too, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real upset, though, was this one. 
I'm just going to read this score to y'all. If you don't know what happened here, I just get some facial reactions here. North Dakota 49, North Dakota State 24. Yeah. Let's talk about this. North Dakota just sat on them. Good uh, for them. This this is not like a, oh my God, the North Dakota State dynasty is dead yet. Like I'm not there yet. But this is, yeah, this has some we, like peak capitalism vibes here. Yeah, we might be like slightly on the other side of the mountain. Like we've crested and we're we're not quite going down the hill yet, but we're we're on the other side of the peak of the hill. That's okay. Western, uh, uh, you know, North Dakota State is, is they'll get back on track next week. They play Western Illinois. Yep. Oh, there you go. Got, the, hey. got their get right game. Yep. This love the next. Like Jesus. this this whole thing. I mean, I think I think the thing that shocks me is that like North Dakota state still had more yards and they just couldn't do anything with it. Uh, it was, yeah, like they were just getting bullied and to see, watch North Dakota state get bullied is weird. I mean, I saw it last year at the FCS championship game, but it wasn't like this, this felt very different. The last time they lost to two FCS, they lost two FCS against FCS games in the regular season not counting the weird 2021 COVID spring season was in 2015 hmm. and they won the national title that year. So I don't know. Yeah. So now they have lost to North Dakota. They've lost to South Dakota. Mm. I, I got to find out when the last time they, they lost to all three in the same season. It's probably never actually because they, um they weren't all in the same conference for a long time. So I'm going to go find that out. Cause yikes. Fucking yikes. I do want to talk about the Anchor Bone Classic. Oh, yeah. It's Ferris State and Grand Valley State, the D2. Grand Valley State stuns number one Ferris State. This also happened last year, funnily enough. Ferris State won the national title but lost the Anchor Bone game. They got their Uh, revenge in the playoffs, so. They did. Uh, Grand Valley State won this game 29 to 20. Sorry, 49 to 28 over Ferris State. And this was just like, yeah, this was a this was a huge beatdown. Uh, did our gorillas win? I haven't checked the Pitt State score. Yeah, the in the minor game, which we still haven't figured out why it's called the minor game. They am, I in, am I in ER? Am I in yes. OR? Yeah, it's a minor <laughs> hat. There's like a hat that they play for, like you know, with the the big spotlight on the front of the hat. Okay, and interesting. Yeah, I don't I. I couldn't find anything on Wikipedia and I did, I haven't like really dug too hard, but yeah, Pitt state, uh, one thirty one twenty one. Apes stronger together. Yes. Go sure. gorillas. Yeah. What do they call the VMI Citadel game? Is it like the oldest, whatever, something in the South? What it's is something it? Something about the uh, military in the South. The military classic of the South. There you go. Yes. Yes. Uh, VMI wins this one. 17, 13. VMI is having a sneaky good year. Like they're three mm-hmm. and three. Citadel yeah. is 0 and 7. Yikes. Ooh, yeah. Does Citadel still run the triple? I can't remember. Your guess is as good as mine. Let me see the stats of this game and I'll tell you real fast. Uh, basically, yeah. Citadel rushed for 319 yards versus 152 passing. Yeah, that's they're, they're at least running a lot of the triple. Yeah. Rushed 66 times. Yeah, we'll call it that. Uh, the Citadel. No, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong year. My bad. Hey, Arthur, scratch all that, please. <laughs> Keep that in. 
don't don't do that. Don't shame me. I mean, shame me enough. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But but, but I have. But I'm sensitive. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Uh, actually, no. Uh, they were about split even. 140 passing, 142 uh, rushing, or vice versa. And so, yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, VMI just won this one. Good for VMI. Go Cadets. And to our bowl eligible teams, we now have Fresno State, Ohio State, Florida State, Alabama, Toledo, Penn State, Washington, Miami of Ohio, Iowa, Air Force, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Mizzou, and Oregon State. And James Madison, because fuck you. Hashtag recycled fiber. Respect the troops. Respect the troops. Okay, folks. Or Arthur, we got a couple more minutes. Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about this real quick. Um, I, honestly, this is not something that I've seen like a lot of people talking about in like any other place. Okay. Um, like even mm-hmm. the IMSA Reddit is not really talking about this, but um, the this is the not the main IMSA sports car series. There's what is, like what is IMSA? Sorry. So IMSA is basically sports car racing. So like you see the like not like the open wheel cars or like mm-hmm. NASCAR like stock cars, but like you see like like a I don't know like a Porsche nine whatever like actual like cars racing um but so this is like kind of like the secondary series there it's called the michelin pilot challenge it's sponsored by tires but there were two cars battling for the championship in the final race of the season that happened uh actually this friday and going into the final few minutes of the race a yellow comes out the race is going to end under yellow and it's going to end with the 71 car and the 96 car tied on points with the 71 car winning the tiebreaker. And so Mm. like this, this is being broadcast on Peacock. They're already like calling it. They're saying like this, like as he crosses the finish line, you know, like, Oh, they're winning the championship. Right. Mm -hmm. The very last corner of the race, because it's under yellow normally, right. You can't pass under yellow, but what, this other car, the 27, was in between the the 71 and the 96. The, t- the 27 car pits, like in like the very last corner of the race, okay. flips the championship to the 96 car. Um, there's like there's no way this wasn't intentional on their part because the way the track is laid out, like you'd have you have to drive further to get to pit lane than you do to just go across the start finish line. like if you had a oh, problem with your car it would be easier to just roll across the just start keep finish going. Line yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah. but um there's there's a couple different things people are speculating one the one of the drivers of the 27 car is apparently roommates with one of the drivers of the 96 car okay. um and the other the other thing people were speaking to was that there had been a previous race a few races ago where the 27 car and the 71 car had crashed. So either way, this was some, I mean, incredible amount of spite to basically to pit forfeit your position to give, you know, a car behind you, the position they need to win the championship. So a car you don't like, doesn't get it. So I aspire to that level of pettiness. That is a great level of spite. Good God. Yep, and so that's what we had in at by the way, the IMSA event, the final event of the season, it's called Petit Le Mans. It's held in Brazelton, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. <laughs> that's a great so yeah. Um, and also just one last thing, since I brought up IMSA, shout out to the LMP three class in the main uh WeatherTech series 
for IMSA. That so this past weekend was the final race for LMP3 in the main category in IMSA. They're two sickos to consistently race in IMSA going forward in the top series. Okay, folks, that's all we got for tonight. We will see you on the other side. Turn around. Ha <laughs> ha.